Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. I am going to live stream a little bit of this uh, bourbon review on the Bourbon Boys webpage. We are doing Good Times, a distillery, not a distillery, but an NDP out of uh, Kentucky. They source a lot of whiskeys from all over the place and then do a lot of finishes. Uh, so we have Good Times Honey, which is 120 proof. We have Good Times Cherry Brandy, which is also 120 proof. We have a Toasted Barrel, Toasted Good Times. We have a Vanilla. And we have a Maple. So these are not flavored whiskeys. These are whiskeys that are... The original barrel is sent to some place, like a honey... provider maker whatever you want to call it they age their honey in it and then send the barrel back to the distillery for them to age whiskey in i assume that's the same as for cherry brandy vanilla maple uh the toast is a little bit different uh, they have the bourbon and then they toast the barrels lightly toast the barrels so it's refinished after it's finished its original uh, amount of time in the barrel. These are all MGP weeded whiskeys, uh, weeded bourbons. I found out. I assumed they were going to be uh, MGP high rye or low rye, but I was told they were all uh, weeded bourbons. So we're going to. I'm going to do the first one live, and then I'm going to cut the live off and do the rest uh, solo. Uh, I'm going to start with the Cherry Brandy, because that one has me the most intrigued. And they, the good people at, at uh, Good Times were nice enough to send me three bottles, which will not taint my review in the least. Nice picture on that one. This one is was picked by the Bourbon Syndicate. 120 proof, uh, at least 112 bottles, because this is a bottle 120, 112. Non-chill filtered. The first thing you get is your hit with cherry. This is a great podcast and a great uh, live video to see somebody sniff whiskey, that's for sure. And I am sitting on the floor of my apartment for all those that are those two people that are watching right now. So you get a good vision of my lamp and my Gatorade sitting on the table. That is Weller 12. Somebody left in my house. What's up, Jeremy Bays? Just joined. What's going on, man? Shout out on the podcast. On the palate, you definitely get hit first with that cherry rush. There's a little bit of youth to it, but it's very soft and it's very subtle. It's mostly just a washing of that cherry. Cherry brandy is almost overtakes anything else. I mean, it's got a little bit of a medicinal, sort of like a a cherry uh, 
Robitussin or a cherry medicine flavor, sort of a little bit, not too bad. Cause that would normally be a turnoff for me, but you just get a little twinge of that. It's actually really nice. I'm glad that I started off with that one because that was the one I was most looking forward to trying because I thought it was the most interesting of the four, five that I got. All right, I'm going to sign off from the live. The five people that joined, hope you enjoyed. Maybe we'll do this a little more often uh, if we find it to be entertaining for anybody. Maybe next time I'll comb my hair. So until next time, the guys online. Enjoy your pores. Enjoy your family. So to continue on with the tasting for the podcast, we will soldier on. And to be fair to all these, I opened them up when they sent them to me. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday uh, so they could get some air. So they're not fresh cracked. I'm going to do the honey next. Oh, I need to... Wash out my gl- my glass, my cup, and then I'm using. I bought some bottles of Talking Rain Essentials Hydration. It's our new water we're bringing to the market. It is a ionized water, nine point five pH, uh, with electrolytes for flavor and taste. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sure they love me shouting them out on my bourbon podcast. Maybe it can't be bad. It's good stuff. I mean, it tastes like water. I think it's kind of a saturated market to get into, but it's good water and a decent price. It's a buck fifty for a big bottle at the up here. So I was talking to uh, my buddies, Scott Minton. Runs a pod. Let me make sure I get the name right for Scott's podcast. It's Barrel Talk, I think. Bourbon Barrel Talk. Yep. Scott Mitten's page. Actually did some reviews on this, on these, probably all the same ones last week. And I saw it and I was like, hold up. I know those guys. I'm going to get some bottles. I'm going to try this shit myself. So somebody actually asked on his page, how do you compare? And I wish I still had a little sample of the, uh, of the bell mead honey. How do you compare the bell mead honey and the good times honey? And I met the good times guys. We did the first episode of the barrel hunters and they brought a bunch of stuff and I had the bell mead honey or had the good times honey there. And my original thought was after I had the bell mead honey was the bell mead honey was more like a, like a, it was almost like it was so smooth and so like integrated into the whiskey that it was almost artificial in the flavor. Good. I mean, it was really good. Not taking anything away from it. It's older whiskey too, that they used older MGP whiskey. So you're, you're comparing <clears throat> a weeded MGP four years old to an MGP, uh, I assume is high rye, maybe low rye, seven to eight years old, finished in honey. Now, my original thought process, having had both of them, 
was that the good times had more of a like a natural honey flavor like it tasted like you were taking a bite of a honeycomb versus a hunter honey uh a honey flavor which the bell meat had that's how it broke it down of course it's a difference in four-year-old whiskey too plus i don't know how many bottles or how many how many liters or how much whiskey they actually put into this barrel to make it a single barrel i mean it's a single barrel technically see on the nose you get a slight youth and just a hint just a hint of honey but raw honey like if you opened up one of those ones that has a piece of honeycomb in it that's what i smell Maybe a little bit of like a honeysuckle, but you get a lot of honeysuckle in, in uh, to me, in uh, honey. But definitely a lot of just raw honey smells. Yep. That's what I get. It's it's like a raw honey, like gnawing on a honeycomb. Very similar to the first time I had it. Uh, I get a little bit of the youth of the whiskey, but it's not bad. Again, the finish definitely, it turns it. Like if I'd had this originally before it was finished, I probably would have said it was a little young. Didn't need more time in the barrel. But that finish just sort of cranks it enough to make it really nice and really pleasurable. I don't know if that word's great for a podcast, pleasurable. So that's kind of nasty. I don't know. Maybe I've just had too much whiskey already. Uh, That's really nice. 120 proof, four-year-old. This is bottle 187. I don't know how many were total. Barrel 13. The Cherry Brain is actual barrel number one. That must have been their first release. I think he told me the honey pick was the uh, pick house pick. Uh, sorry, you probably didn't hear my hear me cleaning my palate with uh, <clears throat> my mixed drink. I'm mixing a little. Uh, Elijah Craig single barrel I found that a shot and a half in a 32 ounce cup full of ice mixed with a bottle of uh, sparkling ice lemon lime this is like a sparkling ice uh, infomercial they don't pay me for this they pay me for my good sales abilities so this is a toasted barrel. Like I said earlier, that's when the original whiskey is aged. God, that cork is so freaking tight. It's one of those rubber corks. And those things, man, they fit so tight. Uh, it's originally the bourbon is aged in a new charred oak, uh, American oak barrel. Now they, uh, this is actually a toasted white oak barrel. 
so it's just a lighter char. Supposedly, it adds a different uh, flavor profile to it, more of a toasted marshmallowy type of, instead of a caramel and uh, chocolate or whatever you would normally get out of a a regular toasted or a regular charred barrel, charred versus toasted. So this is after your fifth joint. You're charred. This is after your second joint. You're just a little toasted. Oh, that doesn't feel good. Indian style on the hardwood. Not good on bare ankles. Now this one, I get more of the youth on the nose. I don't think the toasted barrel really does as good a job at covering up that youth. That's just my opinion from the toasted stuff I've had so far. And the color's definitely lighter on this one, I believe, than the other two. Of course, it could be because it's a 375 versus a full 750 on this one. Yeah, this is a, uh, oh, this is the Black Friday 2020 release they did at the LFG get-together. 119 proof. This is bottle 292, but I think they did them all in 375s. Oh, it's 59.5% alcohol, which technically would be... No, that's right, 100, yeah, 119, I was like 108. Sorry, my numbers aren't great. So, a little more youth on this one. I get, it could be the toast too, I mean, that could just be the toast on the nose. But it smells like, it smells like wood, but not like charred bourbon, uh, mature wood. It tastes, it smells like a young wet wood there's almost a little yep green apple Hmm. smells like being in a distillery For me, I definitely get the soft marshmallow tones that they want you to get out of a toasted barrel. But for me, it comes off a little young, a little youthful. It's not like a high corn youth. And it could just be the toasting that is given to me that. And I haven't had enough of these to really give it a good to differentiate between the two, whether it's a toast or it's an actual youthful whiskey flavor, but so far, if I'm ranking, uh, cherry brandy is definitely number one. Obviously honey's number two. Cause that's only, I've only had three and the, uh, the toast would be third. It'd be like a if I'm giving grades, it'd be like B for brandy, B minus for the honey, C for the toasted. 
We've got vanilla and maple left. Now, I had the vanilla at the LFG get-together. So I'm looking forward to trying that a second time with maybe a little less of a toasted palate. Pun intended. So first up is going to be vanilla. I don't know the proof on this one because they sent me a sample and not the bottle. I would assume it's probably around 120, 119 still. What's it say? Oh, he just reused the bottle. <laughs> he re- he reused the bottle, so I saw what the whiskey was in it before this. <clears throat> so this is Good Times Bourbon Vanilla, which is vanilla is a new thing for me because most of the time when you think vanilla, you think I'm going to take this out. I'm starting to get loose. When you think vanilla, you think flavored whiskey, right? You don't think second barrel age. So people that do vanilla extract actually age vanilla extract as well. So this is a barrel that was used to age vanilla extract and then returned and filled with bourbon. So on the nose, it's just straight, it's straight vanilla, almost like your baking cookies. It's like a vanilla. Any cookie you would add vanilla to is it like a sugar cookie or I don't, know, I don't bake. Why did I even make that analogy? But when people bake and I'm in the room, that's what it smells like. It's just straight vanilla. I can't get anything else on the nose. No youth, no nothing, just straight vanilla. And this is what I remember when I tried it the first time because it just threw me so off that I was like, man, it's just straight vanilla extract. Not extract because it's not that strong, but it's definitely like a vanilla flavored candy. If they make those. So strange. And it falls through on the palate. So funky. And so weird. To have a vanilla flavored whiskey. But not it be not flavored. There's no youth on this one. All I get is vanilla. It's like melted vanilla ice cream. Basically. That's good. That might be my second. So we got B, B, B minus C right now. Yeah, I like that. I don't think I could have a lot of it. Like that's sort of like a Angel's MV uh, rye end of the night, like dessert type pour but that's really nice and that's one where you'd like you could pick it out 
if you were doing this in a blind. But you wouldn't expect somebody shit <laughs> in a vanilla extract barrel. Only in good time, boys. It's so weird, man. Weird in a good way. That's not weird in a bad way. You know, the first time I had that, I thought my palate was blown. And it was sort of like I was on sensory override with as soon as I walked to the hotel, I had a fin- uh, camera shoved in my face and DP yelling about bourbon whiskeys that I, <laughs> that I brought with me. And and then uh, the Good Times boys hanging, handed me whiskey. To try, so it was like <clears throat> I didn't spend a whole lot of time thinking about what I was drinking. So this one's the uh, Good Times Maple. Same concept, maple syrup barrels. Used aged maple syrup and then sent back to distillery. Yada, yada, yada. Sorry there's not a whole lot of humor in this one. It's pretty straightforward. That's what happens when I'm trying to taste five different whiskeys. That's what's weird about these is like, because it's not flavored whiskey, it's got more of a naturalistic uh, smell to it. Even with all these strange finishes. I mean, lots of people are doing honey now. Lots of people are doing maple. But a lot of it's not finished. It's just flavored. And this has a real, like, organic, organic maple. And it almost overtakes. This one's probably the lightest of all of them. And I don't know if it's because it was in the smallest sample bottle of all of them or it's just the lightest one. I don't know. But I know with maple and honey, they have to do a lot of turning the barrel because the uh, maple and honey will actually solidify. The sugars from them will come out of the barrel after it's been aged and that stuff. It's come into the... Speaking to uh, Christian at Huber's about that, how they had to spin the honey barrel so much just to keep it from... Or maybe it was the maple. I can't remember. It was one of the two that they said they had to spin all the time. His nose is just. Straight maple syrup. I mean, that's all there is. That's the, these two, the vanilla and the maple. That's there was no other smells to it. It was maple and, and uh, vanilla. The other ones had other stuff going on. Which is also good and bad. All right. Whoa. Yeah, the maple just overtakes everything. That just tastes like something you put on your pancakes. I mean, if there was any use to the whiskey, it would be overtaken by that maple flavor. 
and it just tastes like maple syrup with a twang, with a twang, with a little bit of a boom in your taste buds. I'd probably put that a little bit behind the honey, just because it's so potent that you don't really get any of the whiskey in it. It's just straight, straight maple. So, 25 minutes, 25 minutes in, we, the, our, our ranking of the five whiskeys that I tried from Good Times, Good Times Cherry Brandy, B, Vanilla, B, I think it was B, B, so it's like B, but 85, 83. Is that how it is? It's been so long since I've been in school. Honey is probably a solid B minus C range. Probably B minus. Maple's probably C. Toasted's probably C minus for me. Not bad. Good. Decent. But just not my cup of tea, really. Of, Of the five, I would buy all of them and probably wouldn't have bought the toasted. But that's just me with toasted. It's not a knock against it. That's just my preference. And I'm not saying that because they sent me these bottles. I'm saying that because it's just not my it's not my cup of tea. The toasted one. That in particular barrel. And it may just be all toasted whiskeys. I've only had a couple and none of them I've preferred so far. So uh go to www.giftsonglass.net. Talk to Alex, uh, Tom, so many Simones, talk to Tom. If you need anything, customized glassware, I haven't been saying that, but, uh, we might be putting another bulk order in so everybody can get some shirts. Hopefully I can have a little more time to get them out quickly this time. So until next time, enjoy your pours and enjoy your family.